This is The True Investment. Hi, I'm Jay McLaughlin. I'm Aldo Benavides. And we're going to be talking about those things that they never taught us in school. We're here to tell you that there's no shortcuts in real estate investment. What we're going to talk about is just my experience, something that I've been going through for the last 11 years. The B and the burr. The B? I want to buy a It's hard. To, the, that's the question of the... Of the million dollars, right? I mean, everyone is like, how do you buy it? What do you buy? Is this any secret? How do you buy? Everyone says it's the same thing. There's not a secret for that, you know? If it's a good deal, it's a good deal, you know? What did they say? That uh, uh, someone's someone's um, uh, garbage is the treasure, is someone, someone else's treasure, whatever. <laughs> That's kind of like what this is. But um, particularly in Houston, what we learned and this is very specific, right? I mean, it was, you need to compete against apartment complex. I mean, if you're going to buy single family duplexes, fourplexes that I consider single family because you want to uh, finance it in conventional loans, easy to finance, any, easy to, to, to do it. You have to find the market to compete against apartment complexes. In Houston, about 60% of the population rents. And if you start looking at a very low or very high, it's going to be hard to keep it. Just like any business, the secret to make money on rents is to keep the house rented. That's it. I mean, there's not, <laughs> it's not a secret, yeah. right? How, Go figure. <laughs> how challenging is that or how easy is that? All you need is one. I mean, most people, most of us, when we started, we have enough money to buy one, right? So you don't need to wait until the market goes up and down and all this just keep looking, just look for a good sell, right? So what we got trained for and then we kind of developed, and the question that most people ask me is that, do who is your realtor, right? Do I need to become a realtor, right? And here's the answer, no and no. And actually, no, 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 don't, don't, don't do it. If you become a realtor, first of all, it's, it's a lot of work. Then you have to keep your license. You have to be a broker. You have to be now. And if you're a realtor, yeah, there are some advantages. I mean, of course, you can have more access in the CRMs and you can do more research and all that. But here's the deal. Why don't you have 20 realtors looking for houses for you? I mean, you're limited to one. Even if you are a badass realtor, even if you are the best, right? What are you? What do realtors normally do? And actually, a lot of people look for them for is if they're specialized on something. If they specialize by region, if I'm the best realtor in Katy, if I'm the best one in, in, in this lake community, right? If I'm the best one at this area, if I'm the best one at in, um, heights. So everyone is by region. Then you go for like commercial or, oh, I'm the best ones are duplexes. I'm the best ones at this, the best ones at anything. That takes a lot of work. So why don't you look for 20 that are the best of what you're looking for? Just go in, talk to the guys. Hey, I'm, I'm an investor. I'm buying homes, right? I'm buying from here to here, from here to here. And let me tell you, probably a hundred are going to tell you, you're crazy. I'm not going to waste my time, right? I'm not going to waste my time looking for houses for you for 80, 100,000 bucks. Market is clotted. That's fine. But if you only have five or six good ones, you, you, you're going to have enough offers. You're going to have enough people working for you because they don't make money until they find you a deal. A lot of people don't realize it, right? 
I mean, oh, well, I'll talk to one realtor. Okay, you have a hundred to go. What, what does it take to get a realtor involved? Hey, I have the money. I have the pre-qualification. Here it is. If you find me a deal, send it over. I'm ready to buy. Oh, that's weird. I don't even know you. Who cares? Here's my pre-qualification. Here's, here, here's the money got. My proof of funds, right? Go for it. Eventually, they're going to run into something. We have had realtors that specialize in millionaire homes. And out of the sudden, they run into these little $100,000 homes. And they call us like, hey, you still want 100000 Yeah, we do. Why not? Right? I mean, the worst thing that can happen is for you to say, no, I'm, I'm not going to buy it. So that's the first thing. You don't need to become a realtor. You don't need to look for your own deals. Talk to all of them. But then if you do want to get involved and you want to do your deals, then start searching. It could be anywhere. You mentioned some of the websites, right? I mean, they're available. You can go to auction, HUD. You can go to HUD. There are some realtors that specialize on HUD deals, right? Um, you can go to other investors that want to get rid of them packages. Right. You know, the, the, the last deal we did, um, the one before last, it's an apartment complex in Pasadena. And it's a hot market. And we bought it um, from an investor. Someone that was, she, she, it was a nurse. She had, she bought it six years ago. She kind of bought it by herself, managed it herself, and she stabilized it to some degree. And she said, you know, I'm tired. So she contacted a realtor and said, hey, I want to put it out. And their story was pretty funny because they actually met at the ER. And then she was the nurse of the mirror. But the guy, he, he was taking his wife, or I don't know who, and gave him the car, said, if you if one day you need something, I mean, I'll give me a call. So she she called him and said, hey, you know what? I, I, I want to I want to sell my apartment complex. So the, the realtor said, well, I'll, I'm an investor. I'll do it with you. I'll, I'll buy it with you and we manage it together. They went in and they realized they needed a lot more rehab that they wanted. So what they did, they called Frank or realtor that we've been using forever. And out of the sudden, we have a million dollar deal. You see, I mean, in, in, I mean, why, why wouldn't Frank call us? Frank has other investors, right? But we were ready. We, we were in communication with them. We were, here's the money, right? Here's my, my proof of funds. Here's my prequel letter. If you find something, give it to us. So if you listen, if you're listening to us anywhere, anywhere i mean every market is different i'm going to give you the example of texas the houston area right and and and, and it's important because there's there, there's here there's very specifics on on what we believe it's it's a target market for a single family and but in other areas are going to be modified but you need to still find that niche that it's competitive because you want to keep it rented in houston texas is three bedroom Two bathroom, two car garage, two thousand square feet. It preferably in one one floor. And the reason why is those houses rent immediately. We we're doing rehab in some of those houses, and they already have applications because those houses uh, compete against apartment complexes. So if you put those houses for rent at $1,000, $1,200 a month, then the family's other option is to live in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom two apartment. So for a couple hundred dollars more, $200 more, you can actually live in a home with patio, with a backyard, with a garage, you know? 
in in and the reason why it's three two 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 thousand square foot is because it's easy to maintain. It's easy to floor. You have a lot less liabilities, plumbing issues. So if the the if you have two bad two bathrooms on the second floor and they have a a leak, well, it's gonna come to the ceiling <laughs> through the ceiling the first floor. I show you right in the and the houses that we were looking at. Um, the same thing if you're in the first floor, people most likely don't care about having carpet. We're going away from all carpet if we can because there's there's so much wear and tear, right? And if they put a pet, they destroy it. So if we go vinyl and they're on the first floor, man, most people don't care. And they're on the second, most likely they want to go carpet. And even if you have carpet, if you have the 2,000 square foot in one story, then you save the, the, the stairs. And the stairs is more expensive and then you have more deals with. So um, I'm not saying that formula works everywhere, right? I mean, obviously, in 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 a big city, having a three two 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 thousand square foot is ridiculous, right? Is is not is not affordable. Uh, but the the message on that is you have to find the investment market um, sizing of the homes that compete against apartment complexes, and 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 because people uh, normally families with four members, five members. They prefer to have at least an extra bedroom, at least a backyard, at least some space, uh, a little bit more space. And if you find that, then you're going to rent it. And if you rent it, then you make money. That's the one thing about a one-story, though. A one-story, that floor plan takes up a lot of space. Yeah. That backyard is not as big. Do you look at the, the property taxes when you look at a home, an investment home? What, what do you do? I look at the property taxes. Yeah. We do. I mean, we, we 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 look at everything. I mean, once once you start looking at the cost, right? Let's say that you think about the market price. We, we it's you look at the math needs to work. So you need to look at is there an HOA? Do you do you pay a month taxes? What is the property tax? Um, is it in a good school district? Does people like to go to those school districts? Right? I mean, why not? Um, you look at the cost of um uh the insurance right you're in a flood zone well you're screwed yeah. <laughs> i mean i mean i'm not saying you're screwed right but at least you have to put in your math that you're going to need a, a a flood insurance and then and then you you monetize it you analyze it and then you say okay my total cost every month is going to be a thousand bucks well if you rent it for 1200 then you know that it's 1200 and you get your return on that now bear in mind it's about the investment as well. If you can buy one of those homes, but you bought it with zero money down, right? If at the end it's gonna price for 140, well, if you only make $200, it's not super attractive. But if you put zero money down, it's infinite return on your investment, right? I mean, because you don't have any money down. So it's like someone give you, give you the house for free. Now that's if you analyze it on a cash on cash basis. But it also, you're paying your mortgage and you have the equity in there. So, and what, what's going to happen after 10 years? Remember what I told you about having five houses per kid? All right. That's what it comes from. I mean, even if I don't make any money, right? Every month, it just makes enough to multiply by 10 and then I have $3,000 in passive income a month. Well, but I'm not only analyzing that portion, but I'm analyzing that the, the, the house in 10 years is going to be paid off some of the principal of the loan. And if you if you want to analyze it and you have a 30-year loan, well, you're going to expect that in 30 years you'll pay it off. 
So eventually, if you have a hundred, a hundred uh, homes portfolio, well, that's ten million bucks off the back with a hundred thousand dollar homes. So you're good to go. I think you shared with me too. If you're going to get into investing to purchase homes and rent, you definitely want to try to secure. I think your number was 15, 13, 15 homes. We, 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 we normally look in, again, every investor kind of looks at it a little bit different, but normally we're, what we do is our rate of return or ROI, cash on cash, should be around 20 to 25%. Define cash on cash. So if I put, um, if I'm buying a $100,000 home with 20% down, then I put $20,000 down, right? That's my investment. That's my my capital that I put in the deal. If in every in every month gross I get two hundred dollars margin, that means that I'm making twenty four hundred dollars a year. If I divide twenty five hundred dollars divided by twenty thousand, then that's the percent that I'm getting in return. So if I if I hear you right, it is the cash that you're making on the cash that you've literally invested in the home. Correct. Gotcha. Now, a lot of people look at it differently, right? And some people look at the, at the full investment. Some other looks at it, they value after they sell it, and they look at different numbers. There's, there's tons of people in the East Coast, particularly in, in some of the, these DJs that you look at it, they, they say, well, I don't make any money a month, right? I mean, who cares? I mean, I just put it all in. Some people lose money on them. They just, I rent it, but they're paying the mortgage. But it is in a very nice place. So in, in, in 10 years, my it's property gonna is going to appreciate and it's right. going to be worth twice. That's okay. There are some people that do that and, and, and some people that have become rich doing that because they have the ability to go and, 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 and gather information of places in development, just like the guys we met last week, right? And they're, they're developing areas where they want that area to, to do the property to increase its value in seven to 10 years. Well, that's not our play. Our play is here right now, right? And I think I told you that. Normally in Houston, you make your money on the purchase. I don't believe on the future. Yes. <laughs> I see it like I, almost. You, I, <laughs> I met, I first met Aldo and I shared with him this, this, this home and I, some great things are going to happen there. And Aldo, I said, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And Aldo said to me, well, we, we don't buy on, on, on future on promises. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> it may never happen, you know? So that's now, a good tip. And, and, and it's, again, there's, there's different ways to do it and, and all that. I just, um, the, the, the market in Houston is pretty plain. I mean, normally they, the, the housing market goes up 3%, 5%, 3%, 5%. Sometimes it goes low, sometimes it goes high. It, it's never, uh, there, there's some exceptions, right? When, uh, I don't know, ExxonMobil went to to move their headquarters uh, to Woodlands or something. Well, phew, I mean, of course you move 30,000 people right. from one day next to the another one. But well, of course your market went up. Or when BP moved to their headquarters, worldwide headquarters to Highway 6 and I-10, right? Well, of course, of course, there are some things that can happen that drives the market. If that happens and you own a property and I own a property, great, right? But to me, at least from our strategy, they need to make money today, even if it's a little bit, I mean, even if it gives you the two, two, three hundred dollars, because you need that mass of um, 
the the information that that makes your money worth it. How many how many times have you heard like people saying, "Oh, I wish I had money on uh, five years ago," you know? Why? Why? Like because oh now they went up. Forget about it. I mean, you, if you're gonna wait until you hit the market on the right time in the right place buying the right property, if you already identified, you're probably late. Because That's these true. people they already picked it up, you know. They ask me all the time, should I buy a, a big home, like a, a house in Katy on spring, $300,000? I have the money. I qualify. I have $60,000. I go. I want good tenants, right? I want the tenant that pays $2,500, 18, like 2,000 square. I, I'm like, go for it, you know? And th there's only one problem. With big homes come big expenses. So a house that is 300000 350. It means that your home is about um, somewhere between 3,000 and 4,000 a square foot. So every time you lose a tenant, how much is your rehab? How much money are you going to spend to make it ready? Even if it's a good tenant. Now, also those homes don't rent on the green paper and um, online and apartments.com. You're going to need a realtor to promote them. So you lose one month of rent. So if you really think about it, you're going to invest $300,000, $400,000 for a home in Katy, of which you're going to rent it for $25,000 to $3,000. Let's say a dollar a square foot, $3,000. So you're going to be making about $500 a month after if you have it all, I mean, a loan with 80, 80%. Um, you're going to make $500. Bucks. So it's $6,000 a year in profit, right? Perfect. I, I love it. But what happened when you lose that tenant? First of all, the first month, the month that you put it on the market and you lose, that's $2,500. Then you're going to have to make a make ready. Well, for a 4,000 square foot, $2,500 is going to make you nothing. You, you can even paint the house for that amount. If you change some carpet, if you clean out, if you, you keep it up and you paint it, you're going to lose another month easily. And then you pay one month in realtor fees. So you already lost three months of rent. So guess what? You already didn't make money the whole year. All right. Right? So when someone asking, when someone asked me, hey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my cows in Katie and I'm gonna rent it, like, okay, be my guest. <laughs> because th this is without even counting the big the big repairs. I mean, if, if you have your AC, you have to replace it, nine grand, ten grand. No one is gonna pay you for it. And the other thing, those individuals who who are renting those homes Chances are, for what they're renting, they could own a home. Absolutely, they 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 they're gonna be looking for a home because if they pay three grand, most likely they can afford anything between that range of cost. Again, I mean, it, it's it's they can afford a three hundred to four hundred thousand dollar home. So of course, now what we look into it is to have those returns of twenty five percent in homes that compete against the apartment complex. I mean, once again, someone that can that can go at it. And uh, Pablo and I were discussing today that there's there's always kind of like the two strategies: people that want that they want to keep their their houses rented 100% of the time, like us. So we offered good product at a little bit below market price. So you can rent one of our properties that is, I don't know, close to 1,600 square foot for 1,350, 1,300. So a lot of people are like you're crazy. That's too cheap, right? Well, we have it 100% of the time. We have 
very, very, very little vacancy. And then there's other people that said, I'd rather sell a little bit uh, or rent. I'm sorry, no sell. I, I'd rather rent a little bit higher than market. But And I don't care if I have one or two units empty. But I want to make money, more money, so that my return is safe. And if I get someone in there, then I recoup, I recoup that empty month uh, very quickly. Yeah? They're both valid strategies. You just follow the one that you think is the best. I mean, it just makes sense. If the numbers make sense, then you go for it. And the other thing is, and, and I don't even know how to explain this, but it's really hard to tell people, be ready to buy and put the contract before even you see the house. I just, I just don't think it, 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 we, get, we get very emotional. It's like that new car drive test. If you feel like you're going to go to investment property and you're going to walk in, it's like, oh, my God, this is my, my, my sweet home, right? I'm going to buy this. It's not going to happen. So do the numbers. Does it work? Make an offer. Was it accepted? And then you go and see it. Now, be careful what I'm going to say. I'm not saying to be passive. If you want to go and drive by and all this, but while the contract is negotiated, go for it. But what I want to say is you'd rather be putting 10 offers on which all of them can be effective and one needs to be sold, and then you dedicate your resources and your time on it. Well, the great thing about it is you're in an option period. So you're, Absolutely. you're, you're, you're tying you the lose? property down. That's right. And then you have an opportunity to go and have it inspected, look at it yourself. Right. Because you're right. With the competition, especially here in Houston, that well, home's going to be we gone. Had, we, had, we, had a, we had houses where Pablo's like, okay, let's let's put an offer for hundred grand. let i am just saying a number, right? In, and and the, the house is in 120. And the realtor, and, and we tell the realtor, you know, um, I mean, the numbers needs to be at a hundred thousand, otherwise don't work. So we contacted the ten, the the seller, and the seller says, "I'm not giving a single dollar off." Okay, that's it. We're done. Right. Like, why do we spend more time on that property, right? Now, if, because you have that option period, and and this is a, some, you start developing a little bit of tricks, right? We almost. We, we had tons of offers when we put the offers on Fridays or push to get the answer by Friday because they don't you don't even have to send the earnest money until Monday. Until so then I take Saturday and Sunday to go and see the property. <laughs> I mean, I literally go and I look at the property and I kind of like it. And then and then if I do believe there is promise, then I deliver the earnest money. If I don't, then on Monday morning, I send the cancellation contract. I, I wasn't I didn't even deliver the earnest money. Now, if I send it, then that's fine. I have 10 days to get it back, right? Big house, small house, one story, two story. What Aldo is saying is there are a plethora of opportunities. Yeah. You just have is. to find out what works best for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And start making money on the efficiencies, right? I mean, once you start buying your first one, get your plumber ready, get your painter, get your contractor. Get everyone to go with you. You don't need to be an expert. A lot of people get very terrified about like, oh, I've never done a, a full rehab. And they walk in there and they, they see just a bunch of garbage. And, and, and the, the chances are that it's pretty inexpensive to fix. So get get get, get the people with you. Get, get a contractor. Do the homework. It's Burr. B-R-R-R-R. -R -R -R, the Burr method. 
take a little time, Google it. But on behalf of my co-host, Aldo Benavides, I'm Jay McLaughlin. Thank you for listening to The True Investment. Thank you.